0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, happy new comic book day and welcome to this week's edition of Panel Riot. Uh, Thanks as always to intern Stan for keeping things running on rails, so Stan, play that theme song please... Fantastic. Stan, thank you for, uh, for unearthing that little gem. Uh, that is actually by Brian Fitzy. It's a uh, violin cover of the 90s X-Men theme. You can find him on YouTube, and I highly recommend that you do. He's got, uh, he's got some great stuff on there. Um, so joining us this week is, uh, once again, one of the legends of podcast history. Ladies and gentlemen, the Sorgatron. Say hello, Sorgatron.
1: Legends. 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 Hmm. It's amazing. Hm. We'll to verify that.
0: Um, now I asked Sorg to do something this week that I wouldn't ask most people, but I knew Sorg would be up for it because he's you're, a trooper.
1: You're lucky we're friends of 10 on whatever years. <laughs> Cause I wouldn't do this for just anybody.
0: Uh, nor should you. Um, no, I, no. I feel pretty bad because you did it for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, <clears throat> Folks, uh, th- what we're doing here, this is uh, the first part of a three-part series um, involving bad comic book movies. Um, and uh, I guess it's the, the rule of threes. And uh, the, the one that we watched is one of the worst movies I may have ever seen. And I watch a lot of mystery science theater. We watched the 2007 gem Spider-Man 3 Oh boy! <laughs> um, I, uh, I I've made a conscious effort on this show to keep it clean, to not curse, to uh, you know make it family friendly. And this movie is testing my tenuous grasp on on propriety because I, my notes are filled with words that you would not say in mixed company. Um, I took I took notes. I took a bunch. I, oh, I guess it's yeah, uh, eight pages, eight pages of notes in a Google Doc.
1: So, do you have notes for this? Oh, I got notes. I got notes. I, and I, I, you know, I watched this like like over a week ago, and uh, from our recording. Mm-hmm. And I was I was shocked when I pulled it up on my phone and saw just how many notes I had. <laughs> 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 I'm like, there's a numbered list in this. At one Even point.
0: numbered? Oh my goodness.
1: Yes. Um, certainly.
0: Okay, well let's let's uh, get started. Let's let's get into this um, so we can forget we ever watched it. Um, so uh, okay, Spider Man three. Yes. Uh, let me ask you a question right off the bat. Um, was Tobey Maguire ever good?
1: Uh, Now, okay, I want to qualify this with a a little bit of an experiment I did. uh, When Amazing Spider-Man 1 came out a couple years ago with uh, Andrew Garfield and all that, I went back and actually watched at that time a couple years ago all three of the original Mm Spider-Mans. And i got to say, when you watch the new one, um, everything in this series is campy. (laughs) Um, also remember who's doing it Sam Raimi, so we're talking about the person that did Evil Dead, Army of Darkness uh, Xena, Hercules and and just remember that's the level of camp that we're dealing with, Bruce Campbell makes a cameo in every movie, you can't take anything seriously, okay, so when when you get mad at like certain levels of things and um, I mean it it just, like this is the the flavor of the movie, this is the 60's Batman of Spider-Man movies okay, Um, and that might be a little bit of a tough comparison, but um but it is when you look at it. Um so so like even the one the moments you thought were good, like I, I still think Spider Man two is the best of the series and I think holds up uh, in general, right? But then you're just,
0: I, I completely agree. Spider-Man 2 is my favorite, um, and and looking back, it was mainly because uh, Alfred Molina did such a great job as Dr. Oh, Doctor.
1: Tremendous. And it feels like they're trying to do something of the same thing with Sandman. But then all this other stuff happened, right? <laughs> um, like you're, you're, like I, I found myself wondering if they didn't put Venom in there, and they didn't put all the symbiote stuff in there, and it was just a movie about about Spider-Man and Sandman, and maybe you introduced the suit. Mm-hmm. A little bit, you know, and maybe we're leading to a four, which they were talking about doing.
0: They did talk about a four.
1: Um, I think, you know, maybe because it should have been maybe you got a glimpse of Venom at the end, which we kind of did, but even less so. So it pushes to another movie. Yeah. but they but they wanted it. The, uh, the word is that uh it was the studio versus Sam Raimi on this to put venom in and shoehorn all that stuff in which means you have to shoe in a entire sequence of what is the symbiote suit what does it do to um uh Tobey Maguire or yeah to to Peter Parker um and it turns into acting like a chauvinist uh guy from the oh, 30s God. apparently oh, we'll get into jazz that music we'll yeah, get into
0: that. But it that's that's interesting because you know it's the studio's like more villains, put in more villains and uh Amazing Spider Man number two has a bunch of villains and now they're pushing a Sinister Six mm-hmm. movie. So very
1: interesting. Can I can I also say I don't hate Amazing Spider Man two? I, I haven't like- I actually haven't seen it yet. We will we'll have to make sure you get hooked up with that. But I enjoy it. I liked it. And then when I left the theater and 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 look on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm like, why? And <laughs> realizing like nobody likes this movie, I'm like, what is wrong with this movie? It's mm-hmm. not Spider-Man three for one thing. Um, it's got a lot of villain villains. Um, uh, but I think I think the pacing's a lot better than this movie. Um you know it's not like it is all three villains like there really is a venom style cameo at the end of one of them you know mm-hmm. i mean if you take the movie as you know this is setting up another movie which i hope they still do cuz i want to see where they go with it oh know? yeah i really um,
0: i really like him uh, andrew garfield as
1: peter parker he's good he's, he's very good toby maguire not good <laughs> McGuire was okay McGuire was okay but garfield is so much better yeah. you know um you know, the the new Spider-Man is humorous, and Spider-Man's world in this first trilogy is humorous around him, and he's just depressing. Yes, like <laughs> I'm I'm getting so sick of feeling sorry for Spider-Man by the by the second movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and he isn't uh, he isn't wisecracking as much as you kind of hoped he would be. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah.
0: No, in this movie I was actively rooting against Spider Man by the end of it. <laughs> I, I wanted I wanted I, well okay, we'll we'll get to that. Let's 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 dig in here. So the movie mm-hmm. starts and um so Mary Jane's on Broadway, right? Mm-hmm. She's she's third build in a Broadway production, and uh uh I've gotta tell you, uh that turn off the dark musical is way worse than I realized. <laughs> That's what it was, right? Was she doing was No,
1: it I don't her? think so. No, no, I think that's that was sometime after this. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that makes sense. I don't remember Nobody got injured, so I that was my my big clue. That's true. That's yeah. an excellent point.
0: Um I made a note. This this was actually one of the clever things in the in the movie. Um she calls Peter Parker a nerd because he knows about sound and acoustics, right? <laughs> and guess what comes back later in the movie? Oh jeez! Yeah, he just oh, figured oh, it geez. out. Um, <clears throat> so, and then there's uh, James Franco's being a jerk, and he is bathing himself in aerosol Mountain Dew briefly. <laughs> Do you remember that scene? It was like it was five seconds.
1: It's just like I just decided to be the bad guy. Yeah, and, and I'm going through the same sequence from the first movie, so we have a callback to, to six years earlier when we did this. Yeah. Um, you know, I see. I cannot take James Franco seriously in any role after seeing that. What was it? This is the end. Yes, with Seth Rogen and all those guys. <laughs> I just cannot take anything James Franco does seriously in any capacity since that movie. Um, uh, Lance, or, uh Oz, the the Oz movie that he did recently in the recent years. Oh yeah like, yeah, like I enjoyed it, but I still have trouble because I I, I can't go back and watch it properly. <laughs>
0: Let me tell you though that works to your advantage in this movie because he spends half the movie, I think, just playing himself. He's just normal stoner James Franco through half the movie.
1: Yeah, making you know, making eggs and yeah. and and dancing to do the twist. Which, yeah. what? What? These are like teenagers of the '90s, aren't they? What yes. the hell are they doing?
0: Yes. And then it, are they it,
1: are they like hipsters before they were hipsters?
0: Yeah, I really, I really feel like they brought in somebody to do rewrites on this
1: movie who was from like the '40s. There is because, nothing, nothing in this movie, audio-wise, to attract the younger audience. Oh yeah, they go to a jazz club. What's Peter gonna do? Oh, Peter's gonna be the epitome
0: of cool. What are we gonna do? Oh, we'll have him go to a jazz club. Jazz club. Yeah, that'll do it. That's that's what the kids are doing. Um, okay, so uh. I, what the hell time is it in this movie? Okay, because they <laughs> Peter goes to see the Broadway play, right? That's fine. Yeah, yeah. And then they're hanging out on the giant spider web while Thomas Hayden Church is breaking into a house <laughs> and then getting turned into the Sandman. And, and And then, even after that, Peter goes to visit his Aunt May. What the hell time is it? Is it never daytime in this movie? I I don't I don't know. I <laughs> <laughs> this this entire the first like fifty percent of the movie is uh it's it all takes place at nighttime. Oh, and I figured I figured out a secret about this movie. So uh, Thomas, okay, so the uh, a meteor. Okay, let's let's back up for a minute. After the Broadway play, he takes Mary Jane to, I guess, Central Park, weaves a giant web, and they lay on it and watch a sh- watch shooting stars, right?
1: Nobody notices. Nobody notices
0: at all. Um, b- because if you've ever been in Central Park, you know, it's deserted most of the time. Nobody ever really goes there. Ugh. Um, so a meteorite crashes, the Venom thing pops out and attaches himself to, to Peter's scooter, and that's the beginning of that. Meanwhile... In a different movie, Thomas Hayden Church is breaking into the house of I guess I guess it's his daughter and wife, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I discovered a secret about this movie. And this is this is very important, and I think this is groundbreaking. It's going to make a lot of people revisit this movie. Are you ready for this?
1: Okay.
0: This movie is a prequel to *The Fault in Our, our Stars*. Go back and watch, cuz it's you got the little girl in the bed and she's got the oxygen thing on and she's very young and then she grows up and she becomes Shayleen Woodley and breaks all of our hearts in cinema.
2: Aww.
0: Yeah. It's real sad. Um I noticed <laughs> I noticed something else in this movie. So if you look on her on the kid's nightstand, she has a giant cluster of pill bottles, right? Which makes sense. She's clearly very ill. Later on, when he goes and visits uh, Aunt May, giant cluster of pill bottles, because she's very old. And when later on still, when you first see J. Jonah Jameson, giant cluster of pill bottles. The set director loved giant clusters of pill bottles.
1: What is the message they're sending home there?
0: Uh, if you're even slightly old or even mildly ill, you need a thousand pills. Mm. Um
1: this is a statement about big healthcare in two thousand seven.
0: That's, that's exactly right. So this was this is pre Obamacare. It's, it's pre Obama. It's pre Obama. Hey, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, at this point in my notes, I have a thing that says this movie is super long. Nope, only fifteen minutes so far. Time to start cutting myself.
1: Oh no! Now, uh, now we we do jump into after all this. one, I, I hate. Yeah, you're right. Like like, my my issue with those sections um, are. Uh, a lot of circumstance have come together in this movie to make it happen. And, 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 like, like, it happens to be the guy that, that happens to have been the guy that, that, Actually killed Uncle Ben, but we right. don't know because we killed the first guy. Isn't that convenient? Right. And the meteorite crashes right by the most powerful person in New York City. <laughs> Isn't that convenient? You know, I mean, and there's no explanation. you really. uh, it's a meteorite. I mean, you go to a comic, it's like, uh, it's a thing you found on the world in Secret Wars. It's um, it's some kind of genetic experiment. It's um, it's it's from the symbiote homeworld. And you're just like, eh, it's some kind of weird meteorite. And then this yeah. happened, and that's all you know. You know, it, it doesn't like like. Venom wakes up and is like, oh, this is a thing for blah, blah, blah. You know, there's no exposition on it. They're like, there's a suit, and it does this, and we did some time tests, and Peter doesn't listen to his doctor, and bad (laughs) things happen.
0: (laughs) And bad things
1: happen. (laughs) By the way, I am really, the the, the biggest disappointment for this trilogy was that we never got to see uh, Dr. Connors uh, come, come through to be the lizard.
0: Right. I, I guess that was supposed to be the hook for uh, the fourth movie.
1: I don't know. I think it's supposed to be the hook for this movie, to be honest. And then they just went, <laughs> Venom! We've got to do Venom! Yeah, yeah. Oh, Thanks. Venom.
0: Thanks, guys. guys. Guys, we got Tobey Maguire. We've got to use him. Yeah, yeah. He's hot right now. He's hot!
1: But, but after the sequence, I, you know, uh, I, we got into what I thought was the most enjoyable point of this movie, I thought. Um, his fight with Goblin Harry. Right? Yes,
0: I completely agree with you. Anytime there was an action scene, any of the fight scenes, uh, I I thought they were great. I thought they were very well done.
1: Now, I mean, um, maybe not the later ones, but uh, <laughs> uh, but but this was like, I thought this epitomized like, like a good Spider-Man fight sequence, which is funny because there's no Spider-Man dress up in this one.
0: Wait, Spider-Man dress up?
1: He's not dressed as Spider-Man. He's just oh, Tobey yeah. Maguire slinging some webs yeah. because he doesn't need him. Because if we remember, he doesn't need his web shooters because it's organic in this movie.
0: You know, it it, it actually did take me a minute because he was he was web slinging along, and I was like, Wait a minute, where is his webs? Oh yeah, no, that's just in his arms.
1: Mm hmm. Um, I'm glad they fixed that because it's a really good plot point and in, in, uh, amazing too.
0: Yes. So. Yes, I
1: agree. Um
0: yeah, the, I thought the fight scenes were excellent. Now, this is the first big action scene where they actually have a fight,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but he's he's not actually dressed as Spider-Man. Spider-Man doesn't show up in uniform for a scene until half an hour into the movie.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I feel like at this point, like, the other movies do better because, like, like you started off with like, Oh he's Spider Man, he's doing stuff and he's he's beating up muggers and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like you need more of those sequences to establish it, you know. Yes. Um you know, Batman needs to, needs to show up and and, and 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 take out a mugger, you know. Just just you know, just spare some muggers to be like, Oh, there's a guy and he does this thing and there it is and now the kids are happy, right? And now mm-hmm. we can go to the important things. He's like, right. Oh, we did this nice sequence and then he goes home and Aunt May's losing the house and da and we can get into the important stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But you gotta start with the fun. It, yes. it, 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 they forgot the fun in this movie, or I'm sorry, they brought the jazzy fun, but they forgot the fun for the rest of us that like <laughs> that like Spider-Man. Okay.
0: Yep. There's uh there's this eternal struggle when it comes to superheroes in movies, and, and Marvel's found a good balance, I think, in that um. It used to be a lot more ham-fisted. There would be uh, the hero gets battle-damaged and they have to take their mask off. You know what I mean? That happens a lot. It happens a lot in Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Um, and it happens in this a bunch. You know what I mean? He's always running around with his mask off or his mask gets torn. Uh, but I think Marvel has found a really good way around that. You've got the like super close-up shots with the interface for Iron Man. Yeah. And um, they still do it a bit with Captain America, but Cap doesn't necessarily need his mask. You know? What no, I
1: mean? no, he's not hiding identity. Versus right. Spider-Man, it's like nobody's supposed to know you're Spider-Man. Exactly. That's the, everybody seems to know you're Spider-Man.
0: Everybody knows. <laughs> um, amnesia, wow.
1: amnesia is a huge problem for me in this movie.
0: Yeah, the, it's really iffy. Amnesia.
1: It turns into it turns into a soap opera at this point. Mm-hmm.
0: But oh. like I said. Uh, James Franco gets to play himself, normal stoner James Franco, and I think that's one of the best parts of the movie.
1: And, and, and like like I said, it gets very soap opera. I, I have here, Mary Jane is uh, just as just as crappy as Peter Parker. It's like you don't understand me. It's like I'm sorry, I'm too busy being a freaking superhero actress. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's just like no understanding here. You know, yeah. and, and, and you know, and yeah, he's being a little bit of a hey, you know, simmer down a little bit, uh, but. um uh, and I wrote at some point this ceases to be a superhero movie. Uh, you know, doing the twist, we're 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 featuring immigrant landlords. You know, um, yeah. which which I thought were some of the greatest characters in the movie. Like some of the character actors oh, I yeah. thought were tremendous in this movie. Bruce Ursula, can't, Bruce, can't or, or, like I'm just like you know what? F Mary Jane, mm-hmm. just just hit it up with Ursula. She's obviously like a sweet girl and and take her from her obviously abusive relationship with her father. Um, what you know. know what? Wait, I didn't no, get that You didn't, get that? You didn't no. get that? All I, I mean... saw
0: was that she was baking constantly.
1: <laughs> but he's always yelling at her. I think it was more so in the previous movies. Because she, she's a carryover, isn't she? She is, yeah. Because
0: I haven't watched uh, the previous ones in quite a long time. And she Ursula shows up. And I'm like, well, am I just supposed to know who this is? This isn't... There's no character... Energy. Oh, character introduction. You know what? All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to take a quick break. We're to
1: collect ourselves. We're getting flummoxed. We're getting... getting, We think this entire movie is about Ursula all of a sudden. You know
0: what? I I will get back to that. Um, (laughs) We're going to take a quick break here. A word from our sponsor, uh, SpaPGH.com. Go and check them out. Uh, We'll be right back. Panel Riot. In or around the Pittsburgh
2: area? Check out Metamorphosis pittsburgh's only full-service organic salon spa
1: and wellness studio haircut check mani check petty check massages highlights sauna and facials absolutely we even offer professional
0: yoga classes daily visit us at spa pgh.com that's spapg today because when you feel good you look even better Welcome back, spapgh.com. Metamorphosis. If you're in and around the Pittsburgh area, check them out. We are talking about Spider-Man 3 with our special guest Sorgatron. And uh, right before the break, we were getting into the uh, the secondary characters in the movie and how. Uh well, let let me start with this. Okay, Harry Osborn. <laughs> no, not Harry. Not Harry. Um, Eddie Brock. Oh. Eddie Brock. Uh,
1: yeah, I consider him a secondary, even though he is very much on the banner.
0: <laughs> exactly. But when he shows up, so Gwen, there's a crane out of control, and Gwen is, you know, gonna die and all this stuff, and he just shows up and starts talking to Captain Stacy and taking pictures, and he's like, Oh, by the way, I'm Eddie Brock Jr. And I'm like, that's 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 it? That's your character introduction? That's our big it, it's just it's it's really unpleasant. You
1: can, and I'm seeing your daughter.
0: Shoe-horned. Yeah. Oh, and I'm dating your daughter. Yeah.
1: You're like, uh, oh, it's like we forgot to say who this guy was here. Say it.
0: I'm dating. I'm dating your daughter. Take picture. Take picture. Anyway, but it, we were saying about the the secondary characters.
1: Yes. Oh, this is my cue. Oh yes. <laughs> um, I got notes here. Um, um. So so first of all, uh, I think across across the board, movie to movie. One of the highlights, uh, you know, generally a secondary character. I think, I think that's the point where Sam Raimi gets to play in these films, right? Mm -hmm. That's where Sam Raimi gets to be Sam Raimi. I I think he's concerned with how do we do Spider-Man? How do we do this right? Okay, that's the most important piece. Focus, focus, focus. And I feel like his 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 playground is where he gets to be Sam Raimi. Is is I'm going to bring to Bruce Campbell Campbell in and do this thing, which I love the I love the sequence of Bruce Campbell and the Bruce Campbell thing was hilarious. Always, always, it was amazing. Um, he's the Maitre D in this one, and, and, and I remember an interview with uh with Bruce Campbell before this, after this, I can't remember. He's like, remember, I'm the guy that stopped Spider-Man. He's mm-hmm. the second one. He's the guy that kept Spider-Man from coming in, uh, to the theater mid oh, mid show yeah. because yeah. he was. Late. He's like, no other villain could stop Spider-Man but I did, it was was one of his interviews, I, which is like, it's true, you know, he's the most significant character in the tr- entire trilogy, <laughs> but um, when, I always forget Elizabeth Banks is in this movie.
0: Yeah, she is, she plays uh uh J. Jonah Jameson's assistant, which, J. Jonah Jameson,
1: consistently the best part of these movies. I, he is the highlight of any of these films is what I have in this. Mm-hmm and he is he he's the, he is Jonah Jameson and they have not i don't they have not introduced the character into the new the new series
0: no they haven't and they I, really need I, to still have uh I feel JK like because
1: they're like we cannot live up to that Jam- Jameson from the first ones yeah
0: it's just it's got to be the same guy he's so perfect
1: <laughs> you know i got to check so i wonder good. i think he also does the voice for him in like the new ultimate series as well i, have to double I think you're right I'll, right. I'll check on that on the back side. But but again, it's, like it's, I, worth, it's worth mentioning the new Ultimate Series is very good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I'm a season or two into it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's been uh, it's on Netflix if uh, last I knew. If you want to go check that out. Um, but, um yeah, I'll take a look at that. Um but I don't know, it, it really is I think his playground um and and with so much bad going on, he's like at least this will be good, you know.
0: Mhm. Um there's a scene Uh, I think it's later on in the movie when Peter's taken over by the Venom symbiote. And uh, he's sitting at J. Jonah Jameson's desk, and he's got his feet up. And there's no dialogue in the scene. He's got his feet up on J.J.'s desk, and J.K. Simmons is just looking at his feet and looking back at him, looking at his feet and looking back at him. And it's the only time in the movie I, I genuinely laughed out loud. It was so funny. He's it so is. good. It is. He's the best actor in the whole thing.
1: And, and it is him that, that plays the voice in the Ultimate as well. Yes. He just needs to always do that.
0: Mm-hmm. He's, he's the perfect JJ. Um, and uh, we talked about Ursula. Ursula's a great character. She's actually really interesting. Um, it, here's a fun fact. She looks like she's like 12 in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. She was almost 30. Holy crap. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, almost 30.
1: I'm like, and this girl's like 14 or something, right? You know, it feels, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And let me tell you, she has not been in much. Hmm.
0: I did a little IMDB research after this, and she's done a bunch of like, you know, police procedurals and things like that. and Not great. Oh, one other uh, secondary
1: character that was great was the butler okay holy crap this butler okay who's been <laughs> quiet for like 3 movies and all of a sudden he's just like spills his freaking guts with like like how is the turning point of this entire series the freaking butler right
0: yeah that was that was weird i don't even remember him from the previous series to be honest
1: because he didn't do anything he was just like <laughs> the guy that was around he was like yes sir and and all this stuff i'll get you something sir and like <laughs> like he was believe he was in both other films. It's so bad. But, and I'm like, I'm like, what is, I I feel like, I feel like there's a story that he may be like, like this was his last appearance and they knew it or something and maybe they get, like they stuck it in there or something.
0: Are you like, sure, are you sure you're not thinking of, um,
1: uh Alfred
0: from the Batman
1: movies. That could be too. I don't know. All the butlers look the same to me. Except <laughs> the one in the new Gotham series, because he's like Australian, that really weirds me out. Uh but that's a whole other podcast. Um I have
0: I have not watched that yet. We'll have to mm, do an episode about mm, that. Mm, mm, um Oh boy.
1: Well, yeah, it just like I knew it was coming because I remembered it from before. And I'm like, why didn't you talk to him like two movies ago so he freaking get over it?
0: Exactly, yeah. Ice. I cleaned your father's wound. It was clear that it was from his glider. This guy's not a great actor. Let's get that. Let's mention that. But
1: he's an endearing old man.
0: He's super endearing. I love it. Um. Why? Back to one of the thing about JJ and Elizabeth Banks. Why does his giant desk vibrate every time Elizabeth Banks? Buzzes
1: him on it, the was a, it was a gag. just some gag. It, 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 that, is a, that is a Xena a Princess level gag. Okay, that, that's that's what's happening here, um, and, and and it works. That that is Sam Raimi at work. Wouldn't you replace the intercom if it did? That? But the whole point is that it gets his attention right. because his big thing, he's his big character, and he's yelling, and then and then. This needs to happen to get his attention to remind him of it, and I then she knows right. that she has a little bit of power over him. Mm-hmm. It's power play. There's you're a lot. There's a lot happening. Right. There's a lot happening in this scene with the little characters, and yet so little happens with the big characters. I
0: know. So little. By the way, um, I uh, inside baseball. I, I think I said this on the previous episode. I do work for the newspaper, um,
1: <laughs> and let me it's tell exactly you exactly like this.
0: This is exactly how newspapers work. <laughs> it's just people pitching headlines on on dry erase boards with magnet things it's that's it's we have you know a bunch of uh newspaper people who just fight or i'm sorry photographers who just fight over who gets their pictures sold and
2: oh no jeez
0: oh, um it's it's
1: it's really not a good movie <laughs> Well can we can we talk about the other uh, significant insignificant character uh oh wait wait actually before that uh, uh, the little characters that they didn't do a good job with uh the Stacy family.
0: Yeah. Yeah, any anybody with the with that Stacy name. Uh Gwen needs to get her eyebrows done. Uh Captain Stacy was in there for a minute.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And he so, was he was not uh uh oh god what's his name? Hmm? What's his name? Who plays Who plays Gwen Stacy in the new?
1: In the movie? new one? Oh, Dennis Leary.
0: Dennis Leary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was not Dennis Leary in no, any he way. Was
1: a, he was a guy from the Star Trek. I know. I know him as the guy from the Star Trek uh, First Contact <gasps> movie. He was Zephram Cochran! Yes, he was. Why well, that always hits me? Because I read a book before First Contact where they talked about the origin of Zephram Cochran and and creating the warp drive. I'm getting a whole kind of level. Sorry. Uh so I'm
0: like, 100% going to watch that
1: movie after was, we finish this podcast. I was the one person now I was like I know who Zefram Cochrane is. You know, whenever that came out, I'm like holy crap. And I geeked out every time they had him back in like the Enterprise show um because it because it was the next step of what he did. Um uh, Star Trek Federations if you want to find it it's like one of these books where it's like him back in, like, World War Three, which is, like, 20 years from now, mm-hmm. um, and then both, like, Picard and Kirk, and there's this interesting thing, timey-wimey thing. Um, I mean, I read it, like, 20 years ago, you know, uh, but it was it was, it was was good for the time, you know, um, but if you want to look at that. Um, anyways, sorry, sorry, side, bit, side bit. Okay, and the other character, Eddie Brock, Venom, okay? Tover, oh, Grace. Great. Tover Grace has become a great actor and has done some tremendous, tremendous things since, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this was not one of them. Um, uh, my problem isn't so much. Uh, well, well, first of all, and this is kind of comic book imagery, but like I feel like Eddie Brock needs to be big buff dude, you know. He has to be a big bully, not a little swarmy bully, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a photographer. Okay, they got that part right, and da 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 da. Um, but but when he gets to be Venom, it's it's like scrawny Venom. You know? Yeah, Venom in
0: the comics was huge and beefy, and
1: uh, he's not a threatening Venom, and, no, he's and not. even is, with it's, the teeth, there's so much missing from Venom. Oh,
0: but, but I want to ask. Maybe you know this. Uh, when you get the Venom symbiote in you, when you're when you're on that '70s show, and you get the Venom symbiote, why does it mess up your teeth?
1: Uh, no, I can see that. I, well, that was an interesting uh, choice because again, be mm-hmm. feeling the face, you know. Um, yeah, but. But I can see that whole. Well, it's really affecting his physiology in general. So, yeah, but when, <laughs> when you're venom, it's so.
0: also affecting his ability to speak as an actor in a movie because he's <laughs> these crazy teeth on.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's it, it, it's just that voice. Like, like he needed to have a more of a growly voice. It's like, well, we got Topher. We paid all this money for Topher Grace, mm-hmm. um, and we need to use Topher Grace, you know. So you need to use his voice. It's like mm, you should have made him sound like a monster. You should have. Some kind of sound design to his voice or something. Yeah,
0: I agree, uh, and I I'm willing to bet that this is the most Topher Grace got paid to be in any movie. It
1: could be. Could be. This
0: was this was when you know that '70s show was super hot.
1: Everything was... was art films afterwards, right?
0: Yeah, if that. I don't know.
1: There was there was that that spurt of a lot of them like doing the next thing after that '70s show. Yep. <laughs> so I don't know because like 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 even like like uh uh. uh curly hair kid, like, got a movie, you know, but didn't go anywhere. <laughs> curly hair kid? I don't know. The the, the stoner kid. The, not the stoner kid. the Not Action oh. Kutcher, but the other guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, There's yeah. I know three guys that. in it, you know. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, um, so there was so little. Oh, I, what, what, hold on, i got a note here about Venom. It's just like they, they did so little with them. Like, even about like... About Venom? Yeah, about Venom.
0: i got to say, one, one thing that is good that I do want to mention, the Venom effect is very cool. The the like flipping, it, it they didn't just go for a black ooze. They went for this like kind of flipping crawling effect, which oh, yeah. I really
1: enjoyed. Oh yeah, they did really good with that. Well, you know, we we skipped the one point uh, uh, that we talked about beforehand when he becomes Venom. Oh God, he's in a church.
0: Yeah, I've got a problem with this. Like
1: wow, this this guy like all kinds of religious, and he's sitting there praying. Like okay, it's like please God kill peter parker like yep. he asked god to kill peter parker yep it got uh, just... a whole like for a film that i don't know if it's for the kids i don't know the jazz enthusiast i don't know what it's for and then we all of a sudden ask god to kill peter parker we got super weirdly serious which i guess is the sam Ra- raimi thing too mm-hmm. um, all of a sudden it's just like
0: what? think yep. it's it's a twist, and they got me. They got me. I thought he was going to become, you know, likable and and enjoyable, and then he says, "Kill Peter Parker." Nope, villain.
1: It's, uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's, uh, uh. That, like, it, then they like they teams up, and then because like because this is the only other super villain running around right now. You know, mm-hmm.
0: um that actually well, no the church scene that actually wasn't what bothered me about the church scene. Hmm. This didn't occur to me until way later. Um, I think it was during the final fight scene that i this occurred to me. so he goes to this church, right, and he's tearing the suit off and throwing bits and bobs, pieces of the venom symbiote everywhere, and nude, he's nude under his suit, by the way, how did he get home? Is he just web-slinging naked.
1: Oh, they don't. Home? They don't do anything with that, do they? No, they don't. Which is funny, since we've seen so many comics and other places where that has become a thing. It's like I gotta get home naked now. Yep. Like I um,
0: think they do that in the cartoon. But he, okay, so he tears off the symbiote, and he's laying there. Finally, oh, I got it off me. I'm done. I'm done. Peter knows how dangerous this thing is, and what does he do? Leaves. He doesn't try to find it or catch it or contain it or do anything with it. He's just like whatever. I just This drip. is
1: the most irresponsible Spider-Man I've exactly. ever seen.
0: Exactly. He just drips venom symbiote all over the church and bails. That that that's what upset me. That bothered me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I this uh well, oh, oh. not to mention like again back to just like the meteorite happens to be in the church and this happens. And I know that's how it's supposed to go. Yeah. Um, but but it's just this, there's way too much circumstance in this movie for significant things happening for me to make anything believable. And I know, it's about a Spider-Man, you know? Yeah. But but still, it's just like, as a flow of a movie, it just falls apart so hard. Mm-hmm.
0: Just because it's a crazy premise doesn't mean it has to be a bad movie. You know as, what I mean?
1: If you have a crazy premise, you still need to... If, if Are you a movie... You have to establish, is the movie something that takes the premises seriously? Like if I go to Machete, I know the level of the premises. He's this guy, <laughs> and these are the kinds of things that happen, and 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 you're in that world. And the problem is we've established a premise of, of believability for Spider-Man for two movies, two very well-done movies. Again, oh, yeah. they're Sam Raimi, they're campy, they're not a serious. You have to take it for what's worth there. But they're still very good movies. They were the best comic book movies of their time because we didn't have much. You know, yeah. even, if, even if it was, like, them and X-Men and then maybe a little Fantastic Four by then, which, you know, was okay. Um, but still, like, was it okay? I, I think it's okay. It's better than this freaking movie. It is better um, than this movie. You know, I mean, it's, 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 but the problem is they don't keep that premise of believability consistent, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a thing that happens. And there's a thing that happens. And and there you go. You know, they, they 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 drop down to the believability of a Batman 60s film. Or you know, it it, it really does, you know. Here's That's Batman true. running around with a bomb. Um yeah. so, I mean it just it just it's just inconsistent, and and you can tell because it's on it's on that grander scheme versus the well all the small characters are consistent. We didn't have with those, you know, mm-hmm. um, they're just as endearing as the last two films. That's fine, you know. Um, it, it, you you can see where things went off the rails. I think for this one, um, and uh, you know, I'm glad they, they kind of shot in the head and, and moved on, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. Which uh, from all accounts, uh, Sam Raimi was on board for that. He was like, I can't make the. Fourth Spider-Man movie exactly the way I want it. So go ahead with it. The, they were already thinking about the reboot when this movie came out.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah and
1: I think there were issues with the actors, with uh, with Kirsten Dunst and uh, and uh, Tobey Maguire as Toby well. Mark. Like I Toby think were,
0: Oh god, can I talk about him for a minute? Okay. Here's some here's some Tobey Maguire notes that I have. Um, let's see here. Tobey Maguire always looks like he's waiting for the other person in the scene to leave so he can poop. <laughs> that is always the look on his face. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Tobey Maguire somehow manages to look nine years old and 78 years old,
1: always at the same time. There was one point with Ursula where she was like feeding him like brownies or something you cookies know? while he's on the why is there a payphone in his apartment building oh that makes sense was that, that makes... ever a thing yeah yeah I think like we're talking about, like mid 2000s I think that's that's a thing no because like they don't have like the apartment building is not up that you know he would have a phone in his in his room you know or if he's affording something barely affording something like that he's not going to pay for a phone so there's a pay I think it makes sense completely mm, fair enough
0: well, the maker the, whoever made this movie was from the 40s. So, I oh, guess Oh, there's that
1: too. makes yeah.
0: more sense. Um so my note about uh about Ursula Ursula is awesome. I'm a fan. She was 28 in this movie. Toby Maguire was 98.
1: <laughs>
0: when does Ursula get her own movie? Exactly. Let's give it let's get an Ursula movie on this.
1: I would watch an Ursula movie. It's just it's just, it, just
0: Toby Maguire is not good. He was good he was good in the first Spider Man movie when Spider Man was supposed to be a child. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When he was like the the kid who was being bullied and just coming into Spider Man. It's like
1: Spider Man didn't age well.
0: No. No, he did not. It's infuriating. Um there are, there are a lot of things in this movie that they say that are not actual things like uh when he's threatening Brock he's like i'm going to put some dirt in your eye that's not a thing that's not a thing that's it's, not a thing
1: again it's another phrase from the roaring 20s you find know us. i mean it's like we, what who says that <laughs> find us some shade not a thing that's not a thing so the symbiote makes you makes you an asshole and makes you forget what era you're in mhm yep never wound what you can't kill not a thing it's not a thing. It's just things we're saying at this point.
0: Yes. It's it's absolutely infuriating.
1: It's a, it's uh, like they're they're pulling everything from the catchphrase uh, handbook and sticking it in the movie.
0: Yeah. Oh here's another one. At one point they say, The jig is up, pal. Guess what? That's not the saying. The gig. The gig is up. The jig is a dance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Again, kind of another era thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they need to go back and do some work. Um, all right, folks, uh, so we're going to gonna take another quick break. We're going to hear from uh, another word from our sponsors, uh, not actually the Petri Wine Company, although we do greatly appreciate the work that they do for us. Uh, this is what well, you're going to hear something from our very own Sorgatron Network, some other podcasts you can check out, uh, some really great stuff. Give them a listen. Check them out. Come on back,
1: panel. Riot. Let's talk tech tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups and more. Check it out at AwesomeCast.net Hi everyone. Do you like video games? Do you like reading about video games? Do you like listening to podcasts about video games? Why don't you check out InsertCoinToBegin.com New articles going up daily and you can check out our podcast Boss Battle on SorgatronMedia.com Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions no holds barred? Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle.
0: Folks, welcome back to Panel Riot. We are talking all things Spider-Man 3, which is real painful. Uh, Fortunately, we're going to get through this together, me and you and Sorgatron. Sorgatron has joined us this week. Hey. Um, So... We were talking a little bit briefly over the break about this movie was a success.
1: Yeah. This was a success. Because, well, I mean, you got to think, okay, I really enjoyed those first two Spider-Man movies. What could go wrong? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we all plunked down our money, and we continue to plunk down our money, and, and maybe not all of us are on Rotten Tomatoes yet at that point. Um, so And they sold all those diabolical toys and Happy Meals and whatever around it, um, and, and it worked, and the kids came out. You know, I don't know how well the kids really liked it. Probably, I mean, Spider Man. He's doing things. Wait, I haven't seen Spider Man for the first half hour. Oh. Right. Yeah. Batman. Batman had the same problem. Um. But but yeah, commercial success. They were actually, according to the Wikipedia, because mm-hmm. everything on Wikipedia is true.
0: Wait, wait, uh, wait, no. But before you say this, what? Um. Well, actually, you're not gonna. You are not going you can not guess. I was gonna have you guess at what the production budget was, but if you have the Wikipedia up, you know.
1: I, I haven't looked at the numbers. I'm not good with numbers. Oh, I just found it. Okay,
0: <laughs> the the budget, the production budget for this movie was 258 million dollars. Right. Ooh. It made. This is worldwide, mind you. Uh, 800. And $91 million. Yeah,
1: and they were The I mean, was actually scheduled to direct the fourth and his disagreements with Sony forced them to leave the project and they yeah. canceled the film. The reboot of the trilogy was released five years later. Mm-hmm. And and yay, we got a better Spider-Man. I mean, in the long run, I think we got a better Spider-Man. People, people thrashed the first one too and I'm like, I like this one. What? Yeah, Am I the no, only really no, one I, that likes this one?
0: I really enjoyed the first one. I thought it was great. Um, but you know what we didn't get though? Which hmm. is something to in a future in a future episode we're gonna have um some people from Insert Coin to begin on and we're gonna talk about video games, comic video games. Um but what we did not get was better video games.
1: Oh, Spider Man?
0: Yeah. Yeah. The
1: they amazing, kinda...
0: amazing Spider Man video games are not great. But do you remember yeah. Spider Man when it came out like for the Playstation two, I think it was?
1: Yeah. Well, well, there was uh, – the Spider-Man movie games were based – I, I was playing these ones, actually. Um, there was a Spider-Man game they did originally on the PlayStation 1. And and I think the Spider-Man movie game was the first uh, PlayStation 2 game based on that engine. They had a sequel right. that was like a, something of Doc Ock or something. Um, and they were very – that was like the first time video game-wise they got Spider-Man. Like, it was I so good. Mm-hmm. They had um I I have that one from the first movie and and it was yeah, it was pretty decent. And I remember the second one was like, We want to be like GTA and you swung everywhere and mm-hmm. found muckers to beat up or something. And I think it went downhill from there from the sounds of it.
0: But there was also there was the um the tutorial that was uh that <gasps> was narrated by Bruce Campbell. Yes,
1: that and then was I think so
0: I think in the second one the tutorial was Actually, Stan Lee.
1: Yeah, I think I heard about that too.
0: And you could oh, you could unlock Stan Lee. He was like a skin for your for your Spider Man. Basically, those were good times. Those were good, solid video games.
1: I'm going to dust off my PlayStation Two now. Thanks. Yep. Thanks for that. <laughs> um. So.
0: So we've established pretty firmly at this point that this is not a good movie, right? Right. Um. But it's, that's not to say it's all bad. What, what do you feel is this movie's strengths?
1: J.K. Simmons.
0: J.K. Simmons, <laughs> right? Yeah, third-party um, third, uh, third characters.
1: You get a lot of... You get, oh, actually, visual effects were, were quite good for the time in this movie. Um, the sand effects were tremendous. The Sandman stuff was great. Sandman was some of the best visual effects in the series, I think. Um, as, as
0: far as fleshed-out characters go, I genuinely felt that Sandman was the most likable character.
1: Which is weird because he's not—he's really not supposed to be. Uh, <laughs> he's not, and then he just kind of. <laughs> but they were completely from... like, like you fell for Doc Ock too, you know. Yeah. You didn't not a little bit, but you know, uh, you know the William Defoe a little bit, a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, there's was, that was a little more complex. You know, he he wasn't really a great guy to begin with. Right. Um. But but Doc Ock, he was, and 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 Sandman. You're like oh, he's a thug, but he doesn't want to be, and he feels bad for doing what he did. You know, versus he's mostly a thug. I think in the comics, I think he's he's done some turnaround though. Yeah. Um. But uh, you know, maybe this is around the time when that was happening, and that's why they kind of inserted that a little bit. Um. Like you mentioned, the Venom effect is nice. hmm The Venom execution. Is not <laughs> not so much no. I mean you know and even to the point like today you know you know Venom top to bottom is going to be CG if they do it again.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I think the only they have way to. to do
1: it only just like Hulk is CG. Like we can't do a guy in a suit Hulk. Yeah. You know which is which is not a bad thing to say
0: nowadays. No, no, but we the can, can CG do that. Still, we, we can point. do that.
1: Could you imagine? Could you imagine if they did Carnage? Oh man. no Carnage. Carnage is like a red Venom but um his he's he's like a thinner venom, he's not as like bulky as venom would be, um but there's all his tendrils and everything like like in my mind, everything is moving on venom, or am I, sorry on carnage like like it's just Yeah, i agree it's, it's it's like i i just like if you look at somebody and he just there's his entire body is chaos yeah, is how very like, frenetic the way, the way he's yeah, with the way like all those tendrils and stuff are just always kind of moving, you know. And and, and venom, I think, has that a little bit, but this is like completely all the time. Like, like like I think that would be a tremendous CG effect if they ever got to it.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Um, the action scenes, the fight scenes in this movie were very well done.
1: mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like I say, I love I love him and, and Harry Goblin at the beginning. Like mm-hmm. I think that that's my favorite action scene of the of the entire film.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fight choreography is great, I'm a sucker for good fight choreography.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Man, I want to watch a good comic book movie now. Like I want to, like I want to watch the Wolverine when we're done with this.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I still haven't. I I picked it up a couple weeks ago. I still haven't watched, rewatched uh, Winter Soldier, and I want to because I started watching Agents of the Shield this week. So I'm like, mm, I want to
0: go, go. I I I still put uh, Winter Soldier as like in the top three best comic book movies I've ever seen.
1: What are the other two? Captain.
0: Well, uh, Avengers. Absolutely. Of, course, Avengers. of course. Um And probably, without thinking about it too much off the top of my head, X Men 2. Okay. That is hands down one of my favorite comic book movies.
1: Isn't it interesting? Can, can I put this out there? Um,. Oh, and there's an, the Harry Osborn thing I want to touch on if we have time. Yes. Um, um, you look at the movies of the time. Oh, we, we, we compared this to X-Men was the other big thing at the time, right? Mm-hmm. And remember, we had oh yeah, was a pretty good first one, right? And then like, oh my God, that was a great sequel. Yeah. And then both of them fell off the cliff mm-hmm. between X-Men 3 and Spider-Man 3. Yep. You know, what? like like The, the problem was the studios
0: got a hold of them and they realized – these can be really profitable. And then they decided to focus on profit, so they started bringing in other directors and other producers mm-hmm. who were more focused on saving money as opposed to putting on a quality product. But,
1: but also, also, well, well, you know, Sam Raimi, it's him versus the studio. And then there's also Brian Singer, him versus the studio, because he left to go do Superman, and they, they, I don't know, he left that film to do Superman, or he kind of got booted to do... No, he left. He left. And then we got Brett Reiner, Brett Rainer. Brent Brett Ratner, Ring, Ratner yeah. Brett Ratner. Who, yeah. who, like, the first interview where I was like, well, I don't want to put as many mutants in here, so we'll just take a, the power from this guy and power this guy, and we'll just combine it. I was like, well, you no respect to the source material.
0: Yeah. You know, Garbage. Um, Which, by the way, uh, <laughs> a glimpse into the future with this, uh, with this series. <laughs> a little bit. Of three a little here, bit. Uh, because uh, we've got Spider Man 3, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to have somebody on to talk about Blade 3. And we're going to talk about the absolutely wretched X-Men 3. And let me tell you, I'm going to need a palate cleanser after this. We're going to have to talk about incredible comic book movies after this. It's a whole different series.
1: Can I touch on Harry Osborn real quick? Because I know you haven't seen uh, Amazing 2. Absolutely. Um, But they do basically the... Which is interesting because... I don't know. They're doing something weird with Goblin on that one because it's the overarching thing of Harry Os- or uh, Norman Osborne and, and and I won't get too into it. But, um, and it's a whole different um. I don't know, you don't care if I spoil you? Do you? A little bit.
0: No, go ahead. But okay. uh, just for the listeners out there, spoiler alert for uh, Amazing Spider-Man. It's, it's out
1: there. Too. Go get it. It's like five bucks on Xbox. You know, to rent it or uh, Red Box it or something. Um, so, so in this one, we take three movies. We have a very complex soap opera of Harry and Norman Osborn and the whole "you killed my dad" kind of thing, right? Uh, in Spider-Man 2, Amazing Spider-Man 2, we get introduced to Harry and we get to see there's a relationship there, and they know him from but Harry went away for a bit, right? I um, can't entirely remember why. I think he just got sent off the boarding school or something. Um, the, the, the whole premise, the entire new Spider-Man series is is Basically, big spoiler here um, finding a cure for Norman Osborne's genetic disease. Mm-hmm. That's why they're well, working you, on
0: If you saw the first Amazing Spider Man, I mean, that's heavily why. No. You pretty yeah. much know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they come out and say it on this one. And that's why they were working on the Spider Man serum, basically, and, and everything there. Um, and. They, I think they do a very significant job of establishing the kid. The kid is more, much like, um, um, he's a little swarming, you know, smarmy kid, you know, uh, with, with Eddie Brock in this film, uh, in the new one, that's Harry Osborn really is like, he's like, you like him, but you're like, and, and, and to a point like, like he's kind of pushed into being a bad guy, but he wasn't too opposed to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it's well done for what it is. It, it gives it, there's, they give him a reason to feel like he's been betrayed, um, uh, rightfully or not, by Spider-Man. Much like Harry about his father, right? Right, right. Um, and, I, and I think they do a good job with that. Um, new film is heart wrenching. <laughs> <Really? laughs> if you really like Gwen Stacy, if you really like how it's been going, heart wrenching. Mm-hmm. Heart wrenching. That's good though. Oh, it is. It, I think it's most emotionally. Um, invested. I've been in a comic book movie because you know, you know, one of those like they teased in the first one with the bridge with the, with the green goblin, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and again, it's a spoiler, but I think everybody knows what happens with Gwen Stacy in this one. Um, it's pretty telegraphed. So, yeah. but again, going into it, when I went to watch, I watched opening weekend, and and I'm like, are they doing that? Are they gonna do it Oh, they're doing it. They're no, they are. They are. No, they're not <laughs> gonna do it. How are they gonna do it? Oh no, they didn't. Oh no, they didn't. Saver. F, you know, mm-hmm. it, like, 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 it was like I was into it, and 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 my wife did not know. I don't think she knew what was happening. you know, the begone conclusion of her. You know? I can tell she was like, oh, huh. <laughs> especially the way they do it. The way they do it is like, is 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 pretty strong. Um But 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 comparing those Harry Osbournes, like I really like, like the slow burn on Harry Osbourne was rough for me. When I look at them side by side, I think it was fine for the time and everything, but um, but I don't even like the character back then. Uh, But uh, James Franco, man, Uh,
0: (laughs) James Franco. I, you know, James Franco has really grown on me over the years. Sure, I mean, not to be
1: a Franco basher or anything like that, but again,
0: I recently watched Freaks and Geeks for the first time, and that helps. I need
1: to. I need to.
0: It's amazing. But um I thought I thought he was when he got to be goofy when he got to be you know kind of let loose in this movie it was great he did a really good job when he mm-hmm. had to be serious and excuse me and villainous
1: I can't take you seriously not
0: so much huh uh
1: And 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 again back to like like again like like just Peter and and Mary Jane are like nobody, nobody no main character is likable for the mid part of this movie
0: No absolutely not or for most of the misses of this movie,
1: yeah, yeah, like they they just like did a horrible job of them being acceptable people mm-hmm. <laughs> at a certain point,
0: um so do you think people should watch this movie?
1: um, I think they should if they enjoyed the first ones, if you're going back kind of get a complete picture, yeah, I mean i mean it it it, it closes the trilogy, closes an arc, there are some high points to this. I mean, kind of go into a but no, you, you, they're not all going to be great. Like, I think everybody should watch the X Men Three, you mm-hmm. know, because it's part of it, and and it'll help you understand um, even up to the recent one, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, really, every like a lot of the recent X Men movie hinges on that X Men Three. Mm-hmm. We actually say it's kind of a cleansing of that movie. Um, yes. But <laughs> yes, <it is. laughs> I've never seen such a retcon in a movie series before. I love it. Um, uh, we, you know, and, and in the in, in looking back at movies like this, and 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 I think we can look back at our recent summer of movies. We had Captain America, we had Spider Man Two, we had um um I'll even throw Ninja Turtles in there, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I know there's something in there I'm missing. Isn't there a, a DC movie or something in there? No, no, they didn't do one this year. But we had some, even Man of Steel last year. And for everybody kind of picking at the faults of them. None of these movies are even close to a Spider-Man 3 or an X-Men 3, um, and, and are light years beyond the ones we loved in those eras, like I love Blade, I love uh, uh, Spider-Man 2, I love uh, X-Men 2. And mm-hmm. these are all, oh, the Wolverine was the other one, I think, this year, right? Yeah. No, that was last year, wasn't it? Was that last year? Huh. Let's Anyways, find out. But, but still, like, in the long run, like we... 2013. It is it was last year because because uh, it set up for it was late last year because it set up for uh, X-Men, you know, mm-hmm. X-Men. I, that's what I forgot to say again. Um I mean, we had a tremendous summer for comic book movies. This is this is the freaking renaissance. I don't even renaissance. It's just like I mean, this is the the peak this of the boom, it, right? Yeah. Like, this is this is it. This is like this is like that period when we had our X-Men, Spider-Man. Holy crap, what's going on? All these comic book movies. Just a pin of a pit, just Th- th- big thing, you know? Um, and, and it's fantastic. It's a fantastic time to be a, a comic book geek. It's so mainstream. Something like Guardians of the Galaxy just became um, a hot household Huge. name is incredible. What are they going to do next? Am I going to get Power Pack the movie next? Am I going to get, I don't know, uh, 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 the Defenders uh, uh, movie yet? Can I get Spider Man and his super friends? You know, no, and his gonna, amazing we'll, friends? We'll, we'll you have
0: know? the Defenders on. Um... Netflix, actually. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, then we got um,
1: you know, and yeah. TV. I just got through a week of. We had Gotham premiere. We had Agents of Shield uh, come back. We had previewed the Agent Carter series that's going to come back this year. We got Arrow coming up. We got Flash. We got um, announcements all over the place for new team Titans. I think I'm thing got got greenlight. Um, Doctor you know, Strange. Doctor Strange, the yep. movie. Yeah. Uh, Ant Man's coming out. Like, yep. like. It's happening, you know, it, it's a coming of age for this, it's the next generation of this, and I think back to the day, I think my introduction to comic books, I was thinking about this this morning before this show, my introduction to comic books was, uh, I believe, Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends, like, that's the mm-hmm. earliest comic book related thing that I recall, uh, significantly. Um Maybe a little bit before that. Like I think most of us, like maybe we're introduced to comic books from finding it on TV, and mm-hmm. then dive, dive into the books from there. And you think how many? I, I'm listening to podcasts where, like, um, oh my, I'm going through one. One of them says I'm going through with my kid to watch the Marvel movies, and 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 you know, and and re-experiencing them, experiencing them through her eyes. By the way, both of these cases, female, female. Yeah, female girls. Uh, they both have girls, and they're both experiencing and loving Marvel movies, right? Mm-hmm. Girls are get are into comic books; they're very accessible. And the other one is, it was talking about how many times he took his his kid to to Guardians of the Galaxy and wanted to check all that stuff out, you know, um, and look into the books, and and now they're interested in that kind of stuff, you know. Uh, it, it's fantastic. This opens up that world, this comic book world, you know, through these big blockbusters. Um, to the next generation, just like we were with finding the cartoon on Saturday morning, right? Or, 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 or after school, or, or wherever it was that we found them. You know, um, you know, much like those those '80s cartoons were basically to sell us toys. Well, so are the movies and stuff now, but also to get us into comic books and hopefully reading for the little kids.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Marvel Marvel does a great job capitalizing on the success of their movies. Um, they had relaunched Guardians of the Galaxy shortly before the movie came out and Fantastic. then they kind of did a second relaunch when it did come out and it was a hit. Mm-hmm. And it it works as one of their it's one of their best books right, right now. Learn
1: too. I and mean, think because, because Guardians of the Galaxy is actually a good book. I've been reading the the, the, I, pre- I, pre- I presume the previous relaunch. I'm up to the trial of Jean Grey, but they're backing yeah. it up in the comics. I remember when the first X-Men movies came out, the writing in the X-Men was not good. Everybody all of, all of a sudden had leather outfits and looked the same instead of their their traditional ones. Oh, all man. of a sudden, for some reason, um, and I feel like some of the uh, Avengers changes have been hamfisted. I just still don't understand how we got the Nick Fury, the Black Nick Fury from the movies in the in the regular. Don't explain it to me now. I know I it's. I
0: don't. It's, I'm not sure. You- Either thing. I never read those like Secret
1: Avengers comics. Yeah, I'm like reading a comic, and I'm just like, why is he in this? You know? <laughs> Ooh, we, like, I have no problem with this, but it's like, no, there's a continuity here. He's been David Hasselhoff, Nick Fury for like 30, 40 years, and all of a sudden he's Samuel L. Jackson. I get you did an ultimate, and we don't want to get into it. Anyways, that's a whole other. Yeah, fuck that thing. is a whole other um, episode. But it's such a great time, and and and, and I, I think it's interesting to look back at like here were the trips along the way, but here we are now. And we're and hopefully that means we're not going to make a big 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 mistake again. Oh, we are. DC Green Lantern is is another one. You know, yeah. I enjoyed Green Lantern. As it I is. did Probably. not watch it. Mm. Maybe I should check. We it get, out. to get we need to get you on this on a tip here, man. We, we need to get you like caught up with some of these things seems <laughs> as the host of the
0: most. A lot of a lot of my have I had not seen um, Spider Man three until I watched it for this podcast. But I have seen X Men Three. hmm. Um, I actually no, I haven't seen Blade Three. Now that I think about it,
1: it's good. I you know I enjoy actually enjoy Blade Three. Two was the rough one for me. Really? Um, but wait, was, Two was the rough one. Yeah. Two yeah. was amazing. Really? Blade
0: Two was spectacular.
1: You know what took me out of it for Blade Two? We're gonna. I don't know. Should we be rambling this much on this Let's, one? Tell me. Okay, Blade Two was fine. Until you got to the point where at the what took me out of it was the end, and I look back at it and I realize like well, they were testing some technique that ended up being the Spider-Man CG, because at the end he's in this fight scene and it's a very CG blade. That's where I have a problem with the movie. I guess the rest of the movie, and that, unfortunately that's the point that sticks in my mind, and I'm probably the rest of the movie was fine. I have to go back and watch it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do have like the entire pack, <laughs> so um, which includes <laughs> you know, the first episode of the series, which was not terribly great. Oof. Yeah.
0: You know who directed that Blade mm-hmm. Two? Much to my surprise, now looking back, hmm. Guillermo del Toro.
1: Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. Especially since Ron Perlman's in that as well. Yeah, um, Ron Perlman's in everything. Ron Perlman, he was so awesome in that flick. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's it's. It's all right, and even like I even uh, um so the other two movies, uh, Spider Man three and uh, Ultimate X Men, or no, yeah X Men, Last Stand. That's what the was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, are things that I, re- I I acquired in the last three years because they're the one I didn't own and I found them on discount. I opened up the Spider Man three to watch it for this podcast, and it <laughs> I found a Dollar General for like five bucks or maybe less, <laughs> and it was like the pack that came with. Mini comic books with a little magnifying glass, little Amazing Spider-Man comic books. There's like three of them in there, and they all fell out when I opened the DVD. I'm like, what the hell is this stuff? Even I have like the Ultimate Edition of the X-Men's Last Stand because I found it at half price books for really cheap. (laughs) You know, but I'm like, well, at least I look cool on the shelf, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't. But you know, that's that's me. You know, and it's like, well, I have to complete the collection, and I'm not going to pay a lot for it.
0: No, (laughs) nor should you. (laughs) Nor should you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not getting the Blu-ray holy crap pack to include these things, you know.
0: Good gravy. So let me ask you one last thing. Like like we said, we both took extensive notes, and we're actually going to post these notes uh, on Panel Riot. So, um, and now, it's, personally, the language in mine is a little salty. Is there? Is there some... Right, there's uh, like
1: one F in here.
0: Yeah, there's a few in mine. Any highlights from your notes? Any, uh, any things in your notes that you thought was funny or... or the-
1: through this, um, uh, just kind of looking at the, uh, you know, the he, all caps. He asked a uh, 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 god to kill Peter Parker. <laughs> um, 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 F me the jazzy dance scene because it's still like, what oh, is going jazzy. on here? Um, oh wait, wait, wait. Oh 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 oh. Uh, okay, here, here, here. Here's one point we talked about the Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really kind of showing his face. Why can't I see those action, the action from the pics that came from evil Spidey picking up the motorcycles? There's a point where there's like, it's all these pictures, and he's like like angry, black, and everybody's like, oh, this Spider-Man is really serious. And there's these great pictures that he turns in the Jonah. And, and it's like him picking up motorcycles and doing crazy stuff, right? Yeah. We don't see him doing anything. We don't see him being a badass in the suit. How <laughs> could we ever saw him being a badass in the new suit? We the, just the, we just saw emo Peter Parker jazzing it up down the street and apparently some pheromone was getting to, uh, being given off because I don't like really. Yeah, really? Why, why did, the girls?
0: Why did half the girls look at him like, oh right, yeah? And the other oh, half was carrying himself, himself like an out asshole. It must be,
1: yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. That was weird. And again, it's like you did this instead of like, did we blow our budget on the on the on Sandman? You know mm-hmm. that we can't have a cool fight scene where the that old, you.
0: There is one. There is one cool fight scene where he's in the black suit, and that's when he's fighting Harry. Yes. He beats the crap out of Harry and then blows up half of his face.
1: Yes. Yes. That was good. But again, not as Spider-Man.
0: No. No. No mask.
1: Not as Spider-Man. We don't get to see badass black suit Spider-Man kicking ass. Mm -hmm. And I think that would have made... Parts of this movie, you could have had that instead of like little less jazzy, jazzy Peter Parker.
0: Yes. Oh boy, could we?
1: You know, I mean, just a trade-off. You know, and I understand CG, made the budget, whatever, but like that's one of the things that I think would have helped the movie. You know, it's not a like, oh, it would be a better movie if you did this. But it's it just like, it's just one of those missing components, you yeah. know. But again, shoehorning everything in, it's like, well, we need to do this now. And Venom. It's like, ah, we blew the budget on CMN, and we have this, and I don't think we can fit that in there, you know. Right. Um, it's just, you know, one of those weird things. Uh,
0: I have a line about the dance scene. Dance scene, popped collar, I'm off to drown myself.
1: Well, I got a caller here. You see me on video? Oh yeah. We have
0: a caller. Oh, caller. <laughs> I thought you meant caller, like I'm on the phone. Popping
1: final. my collar for you, man. Oh, don't do that. Gonna dan- I'm gonna do a dance scene for you here That's on this okay. podcast. Here we go. I'm getting up. No, no, sorry. I'm getting oh, up. No. You got a video. Oh no. Am i wearing pants, he doesn't know. Oh, sorry. No. Oh. Yeah, getting dead because no. I'm an asshole. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> man,
0: folks, he's not wearing pants. You're so lucky. This is an audio
1: podcast. What do you think of my symbiote? We don't know. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well,
0: on that note, I think I think we can uh, wrap it up. Um, I would I would of course like to thank our guest Sorgatron for joining us this week. Uh,
1: still sure about that?
0: I I well I'm positive. Um. Sorg, where can they find more of you on the internet?
1: Not as much as they just found on this. Um,
0: That is as much of you as anyone can find on the internet.
1: (laughs) uh, Everything's over at sorgatronmedia.com. I'm so excited. I conquered WordPress and we're on a new server, so it should mean uh, more reliable, faster downloads for anybody. Shopping in our store, going to the site in general, Um, we have so much going on and we have a great network of people including uh, LB here doing uh, great shows on the network. Um, A lot of fun stuff. Um, uh, The guys are doing some some great new stuff for the game show on Thursday night for the wrestling show at wrestlingmamshow.com. so uh, go check all that stuff out and uh, just look up Sorgatron Media on iTunes or uh, Stitcher and you'll see a lot of the audio uh, come up as well. There's a lot of stuff Um, and I'm doing a Good Morning podcast where I really talk about whatever and actually pertaining to this show, I actually reviewed the uh, Gotham and uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. um, um, premieres this week. So go check that out. That's at Sorgatron.com Fantastic.
0: Uh, Folks, do you want more Panel Riot? I know that you do. You can join us, of course, on the internet at PanelRiot.com. You can also follow along on Twitter at PanelRiot. You can enjoy our sweet word honey on Stitcher Smart Radio, SoundCloud, and of course the big one, iTunes. I want to know what you think of the show. Please give us an email at panelriot at gmail.com. Tell me what you're reading, what you like, what you don't like, what your favorite midnight snack is. Tell me what you're wearing. All of it. I just I want to know. Thanks for listening, True Believers. Until next week, when hopefully I will have finally thought of a. Kiss. Proud member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.